Welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. There you go. Got it right there. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I'm Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. We are here today with our 126th podcast. It is the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. That is because of you. We really appreciate you. And I will be adding another tear tattoo. You and, and you over there, too. Did you hear that? Another tear tattoo. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. It was uh, even two Uh-oh. weeks. We had two whole weeks, excuse me, since our last podcast, and uh, nothing. No no review on iTunes. Look, it's really simple. Just go into iTunes, create an account, write a review. Three tests, three minutes. You can do it. Um, we really appreciate that. Uh, we, we're kind of all kidding aside. Seriously, make a review for us. <laughs> Product placement. Yeah. Um, this is podcast number 126. As always, we have a tip from our previous podcast. That tip was older traditional methods of SEO should be your first step when tackling your SEO project. Absolutely. Make sure you cover the basics first. Then if you cover the basics usually, especially in a local market, you uh, you tend to you tend to rank well. <laughs> I'll be honest. And then save your more advanced stuff for or after you've already done the basics. Just like we always say, uh, SEO is easy. Just Google blue one-armed widgets. We haven't touched that information in a long time. You're definitely going to find us. Uh, another thing we do is we tell you who we are. We are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatcher. Yes. Hey, we'll go get that. Our mantra is don't be a douche. Don't be a douche because <laughs> it's not cool. That goes way back to one of our uh, one of our previous podcasts. And there's a lot of them. Apparently, there's 125 of them. Previous podcast. Yeah. Um, remember, if you're sitting at your computer, you're on your phone, and you ha- it can multitask or whatever, tweet right now. Hashtag SEO Podcast 126. And tag us in it if you tweet it, at eWebStyle. Yep. Um, we'll give a couple shout-outs. Shout-out to AT watching right now. Shout-out? What's a shout-out? Punch in the oh, face. Oh, yeah, punch in the face. Punch there in we the go. Face. Punch in the face to AT watching right now. Uh, punch in the face to uh, at NatLarb. So hit me back on Twitter. Let me know how this one sounds. He hit us last time, told us that my mic was a little low. He was higher. So, so you know, hopefully you're tuning in now. Hit me up. Let me know what's up. We appreciate uh, all the feedback that we get. Uh, the other thing that we do regularly is we actually talk about news. Um, <laughs> I like this one. Uh, Android owners are getting uh, stiffed. Uh, because a lot of uh, phones don't actually have the current version. Like I know your phone, yeah, not the current version. Well, it's I like mean, two behind, isn't it? Yeah, and it, what it is, it's 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 a, it's a problem with the device, like hardware, the hardware, right, and the software, right. You know, so like I'm using, I'm, I'm really waiting. You know, hopefully Christmas time I'll upgrade. But the problem is I have the Samsung Moment, which was new two years ago, <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it, it did have the latest version of Android, but their hardware won't accept the latest Android firmware updates. Right. And so I can't get the latest version of Android. What what this article said is there are actually there are actually some that were sold. Uh, they were promised uh, Android uh, OS updates, and then the company, whatever, if it were Samsung, and I don't think that was the one in this particular case, um, never bothered to actually upgrade for that particular device, and that's. Uh, that's really weak. Yeah, that's uh, really bad. Um, it also is uh, 7 out of 18, so that's 38% are not on the current version of uh, Android. That actually, frankly, seems a little low. Well, well, and I think it, it's not, you know, it's a lot of blame going to the device, but a lot of that blame should go to the user 
as well. Yeah. I mean, you have to be aware of when a new Android update comes out, and then you manually have to go in and download it, install that update. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't updated mine. That's partly because I'm rooted, and I, you know, I don't, don't want to. I want to unroot it and then update it and then reroot it, and yeah. that's. I don't have time for that. Um, Mozilla partners with Bing. I, I saw that coming. Makes sense, right? I mean, yeah, actually, they have partnerships with Yahoo and, and have announced a lot of others. Basically, uh, it's just going to make Bing more easy to work on on on, fire, on uh, Firefox. Yeah, well, you remember they changed the Firefox default search to Bing. It used to be Google. Right. Firefox, up to version 3, it was Google. I think with 4 came, uh, the default search is Bing. Interesting. I wonder how that relationship works. So just because I... You know, it, it, I, I always remember it was Google provided by Firefox or something like mm -hmm. that, and you know, Bing provided by Firefox. If if revenue, if if AdWords are clicked or PPCs clicked, um, it, is that how Mozilla makes a little bit of scratch or something? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Um, Apple actually has a patent that fi finally gets approved. Swipe to unlock on the phone. Really? Yeah. So they patented that. And it finally just got approved, so that may have some impact on on the new new, new pro version probably of Android. just their revenue. <laughs> Frankly, yeah, they might have to come up with another thing. You know, swipe. Who got knows? It. Wow, wow. Well, you can always really? do the digits, right, to unlock. And I know that the iPhone has that option where you can enter a code or you can do some sort of swipe pattern. I use a swipe pattern on mine. Um, so mm -hmm. this is the face I give my children. See, to those who who viewing. Uh, you can see the face. If, you, if you're downloading it, then thank you for downloading it, and you should really start watching. The face I gave Chris was the face I give my children. That's, that It stands for BS. <laughs> BS face at Apple. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> okay, they're going to force me to do the custom Z thing. Yeah, the Z, Z thing. Z thing. What's the Z thing? The Z thing where you unlock your phone. You know the uh, pattern. Every, oh yeah, the pattern. Everybody does a Z, right? Z. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> or a seven or something. Yeah, mine's mine's not, and I gave mine away. If anybody watches this video, so if you get my phone and you watch this video, you can actually unlock my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a challenge. <laughs> I know, yeah, don't, don't really do that. <laughs> um, and the last piece of news, Dropbox uh, has a team edition. Do you use Dropbox? Mm -hmm. We use, I use Dropbox. We really haven't used it as a team yet. It's probably something that we'll start incorporating into uh, to what we do regularly here. And, um, yeah, Dropbox is good, good service. I read somewhere Dropbox declined the Apple buyout. I, I I heard something along those lines. Yeah, of course, yeah. like it was some ridiculous amount of money, like in the billions, and they declined it. And uh, I just heard today, uh, Netflix is the biggest bandwidth bandwidth user now. So above Facebook, above anything else, Netflix uses more bandwidth, even than YouTube. I'm not sure I buy that. Well, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean... Because YouTube videos have time limit restraints. Netflix, you can watch a, you know, a three-hour movie. <laughs> a three-hour HD movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So, I, I just thought that was cool. You brought up Samsung. You realize that they have now uh, uh, overtaken Apple in regards to smartphone devices. Sales. Wow. This past quarter. That's... And, and Samsung, is all of their smart devices are all uh, Android, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Of course. 
And last piece of news, um, this was almost blank stare news today because it's so kind of shocking. Google is actually going to now encrypt search result information, search information. And it's actually specifically refer data. So what that means is let's say you do a search and you do a search for um, carpet installation Houston. And you get a search result, search result page, and you've got pay-per-click and you've got organic. When you click a particular link, it actually goes to that page. And in the past, Google would actually provide what's called refer information so that wherever you, whatever page you landed on was able to figure out what keywords were used to get you to that page. Now, Google, and this is who knows how long this is going to have ha last, only for people who are signed into a Google account, that keyword information, that refer information is going to be encrypted. Yeah, so this is for our Google Analytic users. Okay, so this is any people who are doing SEO, any sort of online marketing, and really trying to track which keywords are driving traffic to your site and where they're landing at. Um, yeah, anybody who happens to search from a login page. Did we just freeze up? Yeah. Totally frozen. Um, let's keep going because we'll have it on the... It's recording. Yeah. Okay. So anybody who um, who searches um, and they're logged in as into their Google account, then Google um, is protecting their keyword data due to uh, privacy concerns. That's and their, that's their, yeah. yeah. You, you, Charles, for you, those of you not walking, watching, uh, use the quote unquote double finger. Yeah, privacy concerns. Immediately followed by the single finger. Yeah, immediately <laughs> followed by the face that I was mentioning earlier. <laughs> and so um, the problem with this is more and more people are using Google Analytics, and more importantly, more and more people are becoming Google account users. And so, especially as Android users grow up, as we were just talking about, and Gmail users go up, and, 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 and Google Plus users go up, these people will be logged into Google, and they're searching. And so now, um, we can't see their data. I can't know, if Chris is a Google account user, and if you search for carpet installation Houston, and I have a carpet cleaning business, if you're logged into Google, then I won't know what keyword brought you to my site. Because maybe I typed carpet installation, maybe I typed Berber installation, yeah. um, and so in the past, you know, one of the challenges is that if if this becomes really predominant, then I can no longer know that I really should be focused on Berber carpet installation instead of general carpet installation or you know tile carpet installation, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's very unfortunate. That's, and I wonder if it's going to affect more than just the keyword. Let's say you were in Katy or Pearland, but you did you landed on my site. Right. You know the map overlay in Google Analytics tells me where my traffic is coming from. Right. So I wonder if you will be in a, a lump sum of, of not sit. <laughs> well, I think that's not true um, because I think Google Analytics uses the IP address of the visitor to identify where they're at. Okay, right. so, so I visited this website, the Google the Analytics IP was closed. over here. Yeah, because okay. we know that Google does grab the IP address. They, don't, they, they make it really hard to show it, or they don't show it at all, but that's where they grab some of their information. Um, but, yeah, for, still the keywords are, are, are paramount. I mean, we, we make decisions on websites based on, 
you know, what keywords are used to get somebody to the home page. So that can, you know, we've, we have often talked about uh, patrickwanis.com where we knew that a lot of the quit smoking traffic, all of the quit smoking keywords were actually landing on the home page. Um, you know, now we may not even know that we're getting any traffic from, all we know is traffic's coming. We don't know Google. Yeah, we don't <laughs> know that it came from quit smoking or weight loss or, you know, uh, human behavior expert, whatever it is. Uh, if that's, they're logged in. If they're logged in. Now, Google's saying this is only going to, it's going to um, affect less than 10%, which, by the way, if it's really about privacy and you could implement it across the board, why not? Um, but they're not. Um, and also, even if you're signed in, if you click the pay-per-click section, it will pass through okay. refer data. Now, there goes their privacy argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. For paid dollars, yeah. you know, we'll give you. If, if you're paying for this, me, yeah, right? if you're paying for this traffic, we'll be happy to tell you where the traffic's coming from. Uh, if somebody signed in, if you're not paying for the traffic, we're not going to tell you where the traffic's coming from. So it's um, it's frankly a little bizarre. I, yeah. I, I, a little suspect. Yeah. That's why it was almost our blank news, uh, blank stare news. So, uh, all right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's uh, art, uh, uh, podcast. Last podcast, uh, we had this list of 56, is it? Uh, yeah, something 50, like that. 50 something. 55. 55 uh, points uh, about search engine optimization. We got through the first page, page which was uh, 16 items. Now, mm -hmm. let's get started on 17. Did we? Or did we go to page two as well? I don't no. know. Okay, no, we, we went through page one. So, number 17, um, we'll dive right in. Um, when link, and tell me if this sounds familiar, then we'll know. <laughs> when link building, think qu think quality, not quantity. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, we always talk about um, if you could get a link from MSN, uh, that's going to have a lot of value. Uh, if you get a ton, of, a ton of links from kind of abstract blogs, then that has value. It just doesn't have the value. I mean, it's clear. It's kind of clear to any user who mm -hmm. thinks about it. There's more value in, well, in not just that. I think it's that. That's from a high PR site, right? right? A very trusted site. But I think also quality in regards to the type of links, like who's linking to you. You know, if you do, um, uh, if you install wood floors, then if you had a link from lumber liquidators, you know, <laughs> that that's a good quality link to have. They are a manufacturer and distributor of wood flooring. Yeah. And so, you know, I think the type of links you have coming in is, is, is equally important. Speaking of, we, we were on a PR7 website yesterday, and it yeah. made me think of, uh, we should give a nice punch in the face to Terry Crosby. Yeah. She actually Shout put us in, Crosby. yeah, we actually, she actually put us in contact with, uh, with Planet Seed, so we're, we're, we've got a proposal, we're excited about that opportunity. We're, I mean, no matter what happens, that's a great website, you guys should go check out, planetseed.com. Uh, it's actually uh, a not-for-profit uh, supported almost entirely by Schlumberger, if not entirely, and basically they're trying to utilize the scientific expertise that they have within the company of Schlumberger to reach out to um, disadvantaged or, or people who are in remote locations to try and increase science education, uh, really kind of targeting both teachers and students uh, and creating kind of a global scientific education community. And it's a great, great little project. Great We're just office they have, great site they have, tons of information loaded with everything from projects to Student, I mean, I mean, it's, it's free games. So they have yeah. free flash games that teach you about buoyancy and viscosity, and it's 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 really cool. Yeah. So yeah, punch in the face to Slumberjay and Planet Seed, 
and um, Harry Crosby. Yes. Number 18. Um, search engines want natural language. Don't try to stuff your text with keywords. It won't work. Search engines look at how many times a term is in your content, and if it's abnormally high, we'll count this against you rather than for you. Yeah. 3%. 3%. Don't yeah. stuff your keywords. Yeah. And, and there's lots of tools out there to let you know what, what your ratio is. Uh, we tend to use SEO Quake. By the way, they're not a sponsor yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, I'm that familiar, I mean, yeah. really. Because we mention you in this and in our other podcast, Unknown Secrets of SIVO Website Analysis, uh, uh, regularly. So, um, anyway, check out SEO Quake. Once your page is up, you can visit it and it'll give you uh, yeah, keywords. It's, a, it's a Firefox plugin. Um, let's see. Not only, number 19, not only should your links use keyword anchor text, but the text around the link should also be related to your keywords. In other words, around the link with descriptive text. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this to me means your sentence should make sense, right? I do think he's leaning a little towards writing for the search. I would more say write for your audience, um, but just keep search in mind. Right. So, you know, if your keyword is um, Houston carpet installation, then that should be the link that's in your text. And that whole paragraph around that, you know, should be talking to the visitor about Houston carpet installation. Right. Number 20. If you're on a shared server, I think we did this. Do a blacklist check to be sure you're not on a proxy with a spam or a banned site. Their negative notoriety could affect your own rankings. That Good just makes sense. Yeah. 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 And by the way, it, it can be pretty easy for a server to get on a blacklist and then, you know, fairly straightforward to get pulled off. Um, you know, it's happened to, uh, we do so hosting and it's happened to our servers and uh, you just got to do a little bit of background effort and... Uh, frankly, what often causes that is a particular site is hacked mm -hmm. uh, on 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 the server, and it, it starts becoming a spammer. Uh, your server ends up being a spamming device, and so uh, you know it's pretty straightforward to get that fixed up. So don't be alarmed if it happens to be true. Also, if you just moved on to a new host, um, they may have had you know that IP address may have been flagged before you even got there. So those are things that you can take care of. Yeah, or you know to alleviate that if you if it's in your budget, um, you know, get your own server. I yeah. mean, instead of using the shared server. Yeah. Uh, let's see, number twenty-one. Be aware that using services that block domain ownership information when you register a domain, Google might see you as a potential spammer. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I know. A lot so of I think they're referring to like the who is information being hidden. Yeah. Um, often services charge. Like, so, yeah, I can book, and a yeah. few others to not do that. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that sounds spammy. <laughs> when optimizing blog posts, this is number twenty-two. Optimize your blog post title and what? When optimizing your blog post, optimize your blog post title independently from your blog title. Okay, thought I read blog post title twice. Um, yeah, basically saying my blog title, uh, dseorapper.com. Internet marketing specialist, right? And then my latest post, uh, uh, mobile marketing conference in Chicago, right? Right. That's like literally that's a live, real example right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, make sure your title is different from the the blog title, right? And that way, you know, you can uh, you won't be having a lot of duplicate keywords when you really should be focusing on the blog post and not the title of your blog. Makes sense. Makes sense. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Number 23, the bottom line in SEO is text, links, 
popularity and reputation. Mm. Well, you said text, okay, because I was thinking content, yeah. but text is content. Well, you know, and all of that is, you know, we keywords, always say it's, keywords, yeah, keywords. it's predicated on the big three, <laughs> keywords, keywords, keywords. So, and w once you accept that, then yes. Yeah, then text and links, yeah, because all the stuff is relative to the keywords. But the other point, though, is text really applies to, you know, like title text, yeah. H1 text, alt text content on the website text that is the content you know so yeah. that that's the uh, vague yeah yeah to say the least a oh. big brush stroke we'll call it <laughs> <laughs> work on your that's what we'll give advice to our clients you just need to work on your text <laughs> yeah yeah work on your brush stroke <laughs> let's see here um number 24 make sure your site is easy to use this can influence your link building ability and popularity popularity and thus your ranking. I just think you make your site easy to use, period. Yep. Um, just for the sake of getting conversions, not even speaking SEO, but just to, when you do get a visitor and you want them to take action, then your site needs to be easy I, to use. I would even go one step beyond, you know, easy to use has an implication, and the implication is, you know, a good navigation, whether yeah. it's across the top or left. We even go a step beyond that. You know, we want to guide the customer in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just that it's easy to use. It's easy and clear what you should do next. Mm -hmm. And, and it's a, there's an enticement for them to do that next. You know, free consultation is it's not a great um, uh, US... Not, C, uh, not a great CTA. CTA. It's not a great CTA. You know, free, consul you know, free consultation, learn how to grow your business is a better CTA. Um, so, you know, we, re we really focus on not just, and then if that's not what they're looking for, then we have a good you know, navigation structure. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it's important. It's, it's, we almost consider it standard. Mm -hmm. um, and, and by the way, you know, we were showing a client the other day. She was like, oh, all of your websites are templates. No, <laughs> all of our websites are, are, are custom. custom. Um, they have a very similar look and feel because when somebody arrives on a website, they expect a navigation across the top, potentially some navigation on the left. So there's a lot of very similar yeah. look and feel. Um, but, you know, we made the point to her, by the way, punch in the face to Caroline uh, yeah. with Bingo Vet. Uh, we made the point to her. These are, these are custom design, each and every page, each link. They're not the, you know, equidistant space or whatever. These are not templates. These are actually custom design websites, so. Yeah, and, and kind of along the lines of guiding your path, I remember I was thinking of our discussion with Planet Seed, it's, you know, from from a landing page to the CTA to the action after the CTA, right? That's the path we want to create. That's the path you want to create when you're, when you're designing your site. You want it to be easy to use, but if the consultation is the is the end goal that you want then you know when they land on the site they need to see why they should get the consultation the benefit of getting that consultation here's how you get that consultation and 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 drive them down that path yep. that gets a conversion and and in the nutshell that's easy to use um let's see here number 25 give link love get link love don't be stingy with linking out that will encourage others to link to you ching ching well, and, and again, it boils down to what we always say, give a good experience to the Google user. When I come to a website, if it's a dead end, and there aren't many, but if it was a dead end, that's not a good experience. You should link throughout your text, and it should be some links you know, to other pages in your website. 
and some links to, you know, you know, it's like having a well-cited si article so that people can find, you know, where Resources. does this fact come from? Mm -hmm. So exactly. that's a good experience to the Google user. If you're doing that, Google appreciates it. Well, and then you get most, most people have some sort of SEO company or firm or in-house personnel managing their site and SEO. And so, like, we're tracking things like links and stuff. And so when someone links to us or gives us link love, then we'll not only be aware of that, but in a position to link back. Yep. And so definitely give some link love. Number 26, search engines like unique content that is also quality content. There can be a difference between unique content and quality content. Make sure your content is, um, yeah, yeah. Unique, what, what is it? I had it in the uh, SEO presentation I did. I had a slide that said, um, uh, unique content and relevant content. Yep. And when those two circles bridge in the middle, you have quality. Right. So yeah, make sure your content is unique and it's fresh. That you know, if it's uh, if you're in an emerging field, update it frequently. And but make sure it's, it's relevant to that subject and, and that you actually create it. Don't go out. I call it sight jacking. You know, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't go do that because uh, you'll get banned. Yeah, since Panda, it's brutal. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Searching then number twenty-seven. If you absolutely must have your main page as a splash page, and that is all flash or one big image. Place text and navigation links below the fold. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't do it. Yeah. If it's a, if you have to have a splash page and we tend not to want splash pages, um, then you know if it's got motion or something, you should you need to try and accomplish that with CSS or you know HTML5 is coming. There's ways to do it um, that are not flash based. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel I feel like if you must have that. Don't go with the page. Go with the pop-up. Then yeah. that way they can at least close it, you know, and then have all of the text and everything else there, and even have that pop-up disappear over a certain time after you know, ten seconds, five seconds, have the pop-up go away. Uh, kind of like uh, uh, Goose Creek. Right. Yep. Uh, maybe a good and that's Goose Creek candle. Um, maybe uh, you know another good example is like uh, is Groupon. When you go to Groupon. It's not really a flash page. You mm -hmm. have no choice but to select your location. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe the reason you think you need that kind of page is because you want to go English-Spanish or you want to go, you know, U.S. versus Canada or whatever it may be. Yeah, if um, this needs to determine how you use the site, then it's, it's not really a splash page. It's yeah. a necessary, you know, component Direction. to proceed. Yeah. yeah. And, and even then, I would want to have content to, because Google does give a lot more value to the home page of a website. Um, and we've seen that time and time again. So um, make sure that uh, that you've got content on there so that you can also place well. Number 28, some of your most valuable links might not appear in websites at all, but be in the form of email communication, such as newsletters and zines. Uh, yeah. I hadn't really thought of that. You know, a newsletter that goes out gets opened in Gmail. I had not. I had mm -hmm. not thought of that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Links are there. Well, I mean, I think this, this, and and out. You can tell this is outdated. He called it a zine, <laughs> and but um, newsletters, zines, blog posts, um, different methods of sharing, guest posts. I think. I think the the summary in that particular statement is, you know, Be share your content. content and sharing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
and make sure you have links in that content that I, link back I just to your hadn't site. thought about the, the fact that Google would be aware of a newsletter that went out unless you put it on your blog, right? So typically you'll send out a newsletter, you put it on your blog and that's got links in it, so that's relevant because it's on your blog. But now, you know, and not now because it's not recent, it, it, it's been out there for quite some time, mm -hmm. but with Gmail, you may be sending that newsletter to people and Google's Google's aware of it. Yeah, I mean, they index, especially in Gmail, Yeah, because you get ads relevant to your email content, Yeah, which is a little weird and, you know, suspect, by the way, but, you know, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see here, number 29, you get nothing from paid links except a few clicks unless the links are embedded in body text and not obvious sponsored links. Yeah, in general, we say if you're going to buy a, a link, you're buying it for the traffic that you're going to get from it. Mm -hmm. You don't buy it for SEO purposes. Uh, and and there are ways to do that, and you can get some value out of that. We just we just don't recommend you go that path. Yeah, I just think you just it's the right way and the wrong way to do it. I think some paid links are or have great value, especially for SEO, and that's more or less paid directories, Yahoo's and. And things of that nature, where you're gonna that's a paid link. You bought, <laughs> you paid to get in that directory and got a link, um, but that has value. I think he's referring to you know buying links from these different sites or whatever, um, and expecting some SEO expecting, benefit. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's not gonna work. Um, links from edu domain names are given nice weight by search engines. Run a search for possible nonprofit edu sites that are looking for sponsors. Yeah, another paid link. <laughs> I mean, yeah. be honest. They want to sponsor, and so uh, you have to, you know, go sponsor them <laughs> for whatever venture they have, having, and then hopefully they'll give you a link back to their site. By the way, uh, the audio and the video of this podcast is going to be a great example of our no-edit policy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do any editing. That's way too time-consuming. Let's see. Give them something to talk about. Link banning is simply good content. Yes. Number 32, give each page a focus on a single keyword phrase. Don't try to optimize the page for several key phrases at once. Great tip. Depends on the competitiveness, right? I well, mean, we tend to go after about three, um, depending on how competitive it is. And if it's more competitive, then it's one you know, target phrase mm -hmm. per page. That's just and then even those three usually are related, yes. closely related. Highly related, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's tankless water heaters. And and water heater repair. They and electric water heaters. Or <laughs> yeah, whatever, they're yeah. all water heater related. So um, yeah, that was a good one. Um, SEO is useless if you have a weak or non-existent call to action. Talked about that earlier. Absolutely. Make sure your call to action is clear and present. Um, number thirty-four. SEO is not a one-shot process. The search landscape changes daily, so expect to work on your optimization daily. Hire us. Uh, let's see. Number thirty-five. Yep. Cater to influential bloggers and authority sites who might link to you, your images, videos, podcasts, etc., or ask to reprint your content. Hmm, that's kind of like asking for a retweet, right? Yeah. No, I won't retweet you if I didn't get anything from the article. I think you just put out good content and, you know, put that content in front of people who, who will find it useful, and if they find it useful, they'll share it. Yeah, well, so an example would be um, to, you know, email Danny Sullivan and say, hey, you got to listen to this podcast. We really covered this subject well or, or whatever, it, or read this article because it's a really powerful article. So uh, if, if that works and he's interested, he may, in his blog, link back to that article. That's good. You know, and, and, and at the end of the day, 
it's I think that's a step up from just good link bait from good yeah. article writing. It's like okay, so now you've written good articles. Reach out to those people who are respected in your community, um, and and hopefully they'll link back to you. So Absolutely. so you know maybe you write a great article on carpet installation and you reach out to a carpet manufacturer and say hey maybe you guys want to link to this and they do. That's your that's your backlink that has a lot of value. So excellent. Um, little blanks there. Yeah, blanks there. Yeah, that was a good blank there. That was that was, yeah. that was all the way blank. That was, that was like white room matrix blank. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see for a minute. <laughs> so check this out. Blank there is at Google Apps. So they finally, right? You know, yep. I've been on my soapbox for a while because I couldn't use my most serious Google Apps account with G Plus. Well, I was using it, but I wasn't supposed to be using right. it. And I had to finagle my way to get it. So now they opened it up. Google Apps to Google Plus to Google Apps users. Blank stares because it's, it's not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly obvious how you turn yeah, it on. Yeah, yeah, it's like nine steps you got to take, and and it's a headache to do. And but yeah, blank stares, y'all. Thank you for doing it. But I should have been able to log in, see my Google App services next to email docs. Calendar. There should have been apps. Yep. And a checkbox. Yep. <laughs> you know, Turn I, it on. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but anyway, I'll figure it out. Hopefully, y'all can find it. Excellent. Um, you have been listening to the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. This is podcast number one twenty six. By the way, you can stalk us at facebook.com slash ewebstyle twitter.com slash ewebstyle youtube.com slash ewebstyle you can watch this video live at uh, on Friday mornings at usually about 9.15 we didn't make it until like 10 today uh, actually like 10.45 uh, usually it's about 9.15 central standard time Friday mornings all you need to go to is e-webstyle.com slash SEO podcast. Mm -hmm. On that page, you can actually see the, the, the live broadcast uh, on Ustream. Uh, also, you can hit us up email, podcast at e-webstyle.com. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, somebody will tweet right now. What was the hashtag? Hashtag SEO podcast 126. And include at eWebStyle so that uh, that so it, I can retweet you. So we can retweet it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Mountain snow girl, glow